This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Blood on their hands. That's what Lindsey Graham says. Blood on their hands. Talking about social media companies and sounding a lot like Democrats, right? When they talk about guns or when Biden yelled about Facebook killing people with COVID misinformation. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. It is our uh, Thursday Free Parks show. So just a reminder, at 6 p.m. tonight, my buddy Michael Pelka, stunt brain himself, will be taking the, uh, the helm of the ship. I'm guiding you right to the Mark Levin show at seven o'clock. So there you go. Uh, I, I just I keep thinking about yesterday's hearing, and I keep getting more frustrated by it. I really do. The show that was put on by these Republicans and and Democrats too. I mean, it was a bipartisan show, bipartisan theater, but they are playing right into the hands of the government censors. They really are. They're playing right into the hands of the government censors, and I don't really think they're thinking this through. You know, they're so. Uh, anxious to get the applause of the audience they're so anxious to have these little tiny moments that go viral but to argue that somebody's a murderer i mean that's what that's what you know a number of these senators said about mark zuckerberg is a murderer that basically is taking the responsibility away from the person who actually did the crime so somebody actually did a crime we typically blame the criminal we don't blame the gun. We don't blame the politics. We blame the criminal for doing that. That's That's been a pretty consistent conservative idea for a long time. The left, however, blames the object. They blame the gun. They scream about gun bans and gun regulation, and they want to go after the gun manufacturers. I mean, if you think about it, every time there's a shooting, Democrats scream that the gun manufacturers should not be protected from being sued. They should be held liable for the actions that somebody did, the illegal actions that a criminal did with their product. We heard a lot of that yesterday with the Facebook tech hearing. We heard a lot of that from both sides of the aisle. These people saying that that Facebook has blood in its hands because its product allowed somebody to do something that resulted in somebody's death. So the CEO of the company, is it any different than a Democrat screaming that the CEO of Smith and Wesson is responsible if there's a shooting? No, it actually is exactly the same. It's exactly the same thing, which is why you shouldn't do it. Why Republicans should not engage in this. And 
when you think about the grandstanding yesterday, all I keep thinking of is this moment that happened during COVID when Joe Biden came out and said that they're killing people. What he was talking about at the time was Facebook, that they allowed COVID disinformation on their platform. Now, there's a case obviously going through the courts right now about this very idea that the government went to big tech and said, hey, listen, you, you got to you got to do something about this. You got to censor. You need to you need to stop allowing misinformation on your platforms. All right. And the argument, of course, is that if the government comes to big tech and it bullies them into censoring they, and they do it, it's it's a censorship. It's a violation of the First Amendment. Now, they didn't have to bully too hard. I think the the tech companies were more than happy to do the bidding of government. They really just had to ask nicely. But just the fact that the government's asking is a problem. But tell me how Lindsey Graham doesn't sound that different from this guy, Joe Biden, who talked about Facebook COVID misinformation. This is from two years ago. Take a listen. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And and they're they're killing people. Okay, they're killing people. Now, let me play for you what Lindsey Graham said yesterday. Mr. Zuckerberg. See, what what Lindsey Graham said yesterday, the the, the infamous blood on your hands comment, which has gone viral. You and the companies before us, I know you don't mean to it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. Can't you say that about guns? I mean, isn't that what every leftist says about guns all the time? You have a product that's killing people? You have blood on your hands? And they want to, they want to take away whatever protections gun manufacturers have from lawsuits. And, they want, and, and, and the left wants to be able to sue gun manufacturers out of existence. That's what they want to do. That's exactly what their plan is. So Lindsey Graham, to sit there and lecture about blood on your hands, you are playing right into exactly what the left wants, which is more regulation and to be able to hold all kinds of things liable for having blood on people's hands. There, there's such a movement right now. There's such a movement among Democrats to take away the protections that gun manufacturers have. Congress passes new legal shield for gun industry. That was an article from many years ago that the Republican-controlled legislature delivered a long-sought victory to the gun industry on Thursday when the House voted to shield firearms manufacturers and dealers from liability lawsuits. And the bill was signed into law by George Bush, President George W. Bush. The tech industry has a similar protection. It's known as Section 230. It also says that they are not liable for the content on their platform. Now, if they see anything endangering children, sexual exploitation, they have to report that, they have to take it down, and they do. At least that's what they say. They do. But but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the bullying. All right, we're talking about the bullying that goes on in social media, the when people feel badly about themselves when and this happens in in real life all the time too. Does it not? I mean, adults bully each other quite a bit on social media, but kids do. And then kids feel very bad about it. And, you know, the one story of that, that, that poor young man who sent pictures, naked pictures of himself to somebody on one of the sites, and then they blackmailed him and said they were going to release it. And then he killed himself. It's a horrible, horrible thing. But is the CEO of that company responsible for what the actions of the criminal are? 
I mean, that, the, the, the people that extorted him are criminals, and they need to be prosecuted and sent to prison. But when that young man in Rutgers killed himself after his roommate had taken pictures of him, this was back, I think, really maybe 10, 12, 15 years ago, and then threatened to, uh, to use them against people, and he killed himself, there were no calls to sue the webcam company. But now we're calling on suing social media. That they're responsible for the illegal actions of people. Now, first of all, it's impossible to know what every single user on a platform is doing all the time. But I'll tell you what you play into. You play into the notion of what the left has asked for a long time, which is that if you remove the Section 230 liability, then the platforms become responsible for the content on their sites. And that means that they're going to have to do a better job of policing speech and who do you think is going to be the primary target of that you and me exactly what matt taibbi revealed to us when he did the twitter files was that the government was engaged with big tech in making them take down misinformation on twitter regarding covid joe biden's hundred biden's laptop anything around january 6 donald trump etc etc we know from the exposure that Matt Taibbi and other journalists did that Congress was, or I should say the FBI and the Department of Justice and the Biden administration were working with big tech to censor people. So my question becomes, if you remove Section 230, aren't these platforms going to be going to be targeting conservative speech even more? Aren't they going to be going after people? I made a, I made a joke on Twitter about, um, I don't know, something that, that they'll deem bullying. I make a comment about transgender. They're going to say that it's bigoted. Take it down. I mean, as conservatives, we're constantly fighting for me, fighting for more free speech. We're constantly fighting the battle to get more speech allowed, not less. I mean, I'll give you an example. Here's a little Dick Durbin, little Dick Durbin, who is, of course, uh, one of the vile senators. He really is. He was on CNN and he said he's not going to protect Section 230. He wants to see it go. And he also wants to see any protections against gun manufacturers go as well. So at least the guy's consistent here. I um, I got a text message this morning from um, uh, someone within the company saying tech executives don't write legislation. They lobby for it. They lobby against it. What do you make of that argument? Well, there is some truth to that. That is the bottom line. But the good news is we start off with five bills that passed unanimously out of the committee. That, I think, is our template that we need to bring to the floor of the United States Senate. Now, I know the Senate as well as most people. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that to get this done, you have to have a bipartisan measure and an agreement on time and amendments. That's not easy uh, in a Senate that is designed to stop and kill legislation right and left. I think we can do it. I think the political force you saw in that hearing and in that room can make a difference. Now, the political force he's talking about is the bipartisan effort here of people like Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Dick Durbin, who all want to take away the protections that social media companies have for allowing content on their platforms. Which means then... Understand this. Understand exactly what this means, that they will start having to be the speech police. So the next time the government starts pushing a vaccine on people and you want to speak out against it, they're going to remove it. They're going to take it down and say it violates our terms and blah, 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 blah. The next time 
that the president's crack addict son, his idiot crack addict son, has a laptop that you and I both know is real, and they say it's Russian disinformation, and the story tries to go on social media, they will act like the speech police and take it down. They did all those things with Section 230 in place. What do you think they'll do without Section 230 in place? Knowing that they'll be held liable for if, for example, let's say, you post something about the COVID vaccine, and you point out myocarditis, you point out side effects, you point out how healthy young men are having heart-related issues, and then they allow that on their platform, and then let's say somebody decides not to get the COVID vaccine, gets COVID, and dies. Now, there's no correlate, there's no way to know that if the vaccine would have saved their life, but that's the argument the government's going to say. The government's going to say that, and then what happens? Are they going to are they going to sue the tech company for allowing that so-called misinformation on their site? You bet, because that killed that guy. Your comments about the COVID shot killed that person because he read them and decided not to get the jab, and now he's dead. Therefore, you're responsible. The tech platform that allowed that content on is responsible. They need to get sued into oblivion. So what's going to happen? They're not going to want to get sued. So they're just going to start taking down controversial content. And where do you think that's going to lead? It's going to lead to anyone who voices an opinion that is contrary to the government, to the intelligentsia, to the deep state. Obviously, you know, if, if, if I post something that says a man is a man, a woman is a woman, like, uh, you, you know, biology is very clear on this. I believe in science. And then someone reads that and then, you know, God forbid, kills herself because she's transitioning to be a man or whatever. And then I, I so now that I have blood on my hands because I posted that and she read it and decided to take her own life. And then therefore the tech company has blood on their hands and everybody. So what are they going to do? They're going to take that down because it's too controversial. It goes against the intelligentsia. So my content will be removed. Riley Gaines. You think anything Riley Gaines is going to be allowed on social media platforms if they remove Section 230? Because all it takes is one person to feel bullied and sue and sue the tech company for allowing that hateful, bigoted content on their site. Conservatives and libertarians will pay the price. We will pay the price. A hundred percent. We see this all the time. Let's say, for example, you go on social media and you post something about how annoying all the pride flags are in June, because they are. It's so annoying how these companies pander during Pride Month. And let's say you post a video like that mom did showing that they have Tucket onesies and Tucket, excuse me, Tucket bathing suits at Target and Pride onesies. And that goes viral. Well, now somebody says, I feel intimidated. I feel bullied because I'm gay and I sue. I'm going to sue Twitter for $550 billion. So what, what, what are these platforms going to do? Maybe not Twitter because of Elon Musk, but what are the other ones going to do? They're going to say, I don't want to get sued. So if you post anything that we deem that could be viewed as being bullied or bigoted or anything else, we're taking it down. Without protections for the speech that other people say on those platforms, social media will be a place that censors conservative and libertarian thought. Mark my words on this. It'd be the equivalent of saying... All right, somebody goes to a park and says things, even though they have a First Amendment right to say it, but we're going to sue the pants off whoever owns that park because they allow the speech to occur. So that park owner is going to be sued. And this is, what, this is why we have said, no, you shouldn't be able to sue comedy clubs. 
if a, if a comedian says something and offends somebody, you should not be able to 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 sue uh, venues that host controversial speakers. But what do the venues do? They turn around and cancel speakers. Why? Because they're afraid of getting sued. Because there really is no protection for them if somebody feels like they were there and they're bullied and they also don't want to deal with the outrage mob and everything else. But you take away Section 230 and watch how social media becomes the exact thing that the corporate media is, which is a place designed to ensure that the narrative of the left is the only narrative you hear and see, period. For the children, for the sake of the children. Call somebody an illegal immigrant. Call somebody an illegal immigrant on social media if Section 230 goes away and watch what happens to you. It will be taken down because you will have engaged in something that is offensive and hurtful. And somebody who's an illegal immigrant could see that and feel bad and sue you for bullying and sue the tech platform for bullying. And, you know, and if that if that person, God forbid, takes his own life because he didn't like the fact that you called him an illegal. Now, the tech company is going to get sued. The family's going to sue. You see what a mess this would be? But here's Durbin. He wants to get rid of it. 26 words in current law are mean that these companies often can't be sued. And that's known as Section 230. It sounds complex, but it's not really. It basically says they're not media companies. They can't be held liable for what is put on their platforms. I know you don't want to get rid of it, but how can it be changed so that kids are protected? And there is responsibility and ownership for some of this stuff. Well, if the industry believes, and I think they're coming to the belief, that they have to do something significant, significant, that makes a difference. Otherwise, Section 230 is on the block. Uh, I'm not going to protect 230 at the expense of these children. If these leaders in industry are willing to come forward with significant, meaningful... You see how they always go, the children, for the children, for the children? Lindsey Graham compares uh, tech platforms to cigarettes. To cigarettes. This is what he also said yesterday. We had cigarettes killing people. We did some about it. Maybe not enough. You're going to talk about guns. We have the ATF. Nothing here. There's not. Hey, a- Senator, I got news for you. We don't want the ATF. The ATF is a ridiculous federal agency with massive overreach into people's lives. And they come up with regulations that wind up making people criminals who have otherwise legal products. They do that whenever they feel like it. I mean, we're literally dealing with that at the very moment right now with an ATF regulation that that we are trying to fight because the ATF has no authority to come up with this regulation. And they did it because they feel like, well, we got to keep people safe. Lindsey Graham sounds just like a liberal here. He sounds like a liberal a lot. He sounds like a, a, a liberal quite a bit, does he not? I mean, Lindsey, this guy is all over the place. He, he really is, especially, of course, when it comes to war, obviously. But here, I'll just give you this, okay? Biden gun rule being drafted to effectively ban private sales. According to ATF whistleblowers, an agency that Lindsey Graham just lauded in front of the Senate, a watchdog group is demanding documents from the Biden administration after whistleblowers alleged that a regulation is under development that would effectively ban private gun sales. The group in power oversight said Wednesday that the two sources have claimed that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is preparing to propose a rule requiring background checks for most or all gun sales, which would which would destroy private gun sales. It would end private gun sales. That's what they want. That's what they want to do. Biden said so. Uh, by the way, one of my favorite shirts ever that I saw, it says alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and explosives should be a convenience store, not a government agency. 
obviously by explosives, they were meaning fireworks. And they, they, I actually saw the shirt before they changed the name. But it was back when it was really the original ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. But, the, but, this, but Lindsey Graham sounds like a freaking liberal here. You know, lauding these government agencies, lauding regulation. I guess we didn't go far enough on smoking. Oh, you want to ban that now? Why not ban cigars? Why not ban, why not ban tobacco and jet? Why not? Because bans always work. Bans work. Nobody ever buys things on the black market. Look how the ban on drugs has gone. Terrific. I don't know anyone who does drugs. I don't know anyone anywhere who does drugs. Because the war on drugs was a smashing success. It ended drugs as we know it. So please stop with this nonsense. Stop, stop with the with sounding like big government liberals. Like when Republicans do this, it infuriates me. Josh Hawley sounds like a big government liberal is what he sounds. Progressive. I shouldn't say liberal. Big government progressive. So did Ted Cruz yesterday. So did Lindsey Graham yesterday. Lindsey Graham sounds like that most days, mind you. Here, keep going with this. One thing anybody can do about it, you can't be sued. Now, Senator Blumenthal and Blackburn, who've been like the dynamic duo here, have found emails from your company where they warned you about this stuff, and you decided not to hire 45 people that could do a better job of policing this. Oh, no. So now we're going to have the government going after the hiring practices of businesses. Again, this is exactly what the Biden administration wants. They want to take over the Internet via the means of equity and take over. I mean, this is what they've been trying to do for years. Look, these companies spent a lot of time yesterday saying we are trying to do everything we possibly can to end child sex exploitation. And obviously, we all 100% agree that needs to be rooted out, of course. But there was no concrete accusation yesterday that these people knew about it and allowed it to occur. What we got back to again, as usual, was words and words that hurt people and actions by people that hurt people, but then holding the company responsible versus the individual, which is what every single leftist sounds like whenever there's a shooting in this country. The gun is the problem. The gun manufacturer needs to be sued. The gun manufacturer needs to pay. The CEO of Smith & Wesson should stand up and apologize to all these families. When Josh Hawley said that yesterday about Mark Zuckerberg, I thought, you know what, man? You sound like every liberal, every progressive, every kook, what they'd love to do to the CEO of of Smith & Wesson, have them stand up and apologize to everyone who's who's ever been shot by a gun, who's lost a loved one because of a gun. Stand up. Apologize. So are Republicans the party now that blames corporations for the actions of people who are doing something illegal with their product, something that is knowingly illegal? Are we, is, that, is that what the Republican Party is going to be now? Is the Republican Party going to be the party that now wants to see the government have more control over what you say online so that, the, so that big tech, out of fear of lawsuits, will start censoring anything that's remotely controversial? You see how these companies get. They run from controversy. They run. That's why Media Matters of America targeted Twitter in that deceptive way that it did by by finding content of these Fugazi neo-Nazis spouting hatred on the platform, following only those people and then following the accounts of The Washington Post and The New York Times and others so that they could see those tweets side by side, screenshot it, send it to them and say, hey, here's where your ad is appearing next to this wacko neo-Nazi guy. And the companies run for the hills. They don't want to be near that stuff. 
So you don't think these companies are going to start censoring anything that they deem to be hateful, bigoted, misogynistic, transphobic, whatever, out of fear of lawsuits? You don't think these companies are going to turn around and decide that they don't want to allow your your crazy vaccine propaganda, your anti-vaccine propaganda, you kook, because somebody may listen to you and die, or your talk about ivermectin, or your talk about whatever else. Hydroxychloroquine? Well, we're not going to allow you to post about hydroxychloroquine because if somebody takes it and dies, we're going to get sued. So we're no, we're not going to allow you to post about it. We're taking it down. And no, you can't criticize Asanto Fauci, Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease doctor. You always have to say that by law. You can't because he's saving people and you're killing people. You're killing people. Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, Dick Durbin, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Marsha Blackburn, they all sounded exactly like the same person yesterday. And it made my head want to explode. They sounded exactly like every progressive who wants more government and less conservative speech wants to hold gun manufacturers responsible. And they sounded, most importantly, like this guy when he came out on the White House lawn a couple years ago and looked the cameras in the eye after demanding that social media do something. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And and they're they're killing people. They're killing people. How is that? How? Tell me, tell me, because I'm I'm not smart. How is this any different, any different from what this guy said yesterday? You and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. How is it any different? You have a product. Oh, these people make me sick with their grandstanding nonsense. All right, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. By the way, this is the big story of the day today, brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. My dentist, my buddy, my friend. We got more to come, including... No charges for the insurrection. But seriously, if you have any thoughts on this topic, I'd love to get them. So Matt DeSantis, make sure you are answering the phones. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, coming right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable. 
provided. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Here's a uh, very strange story out of Montana. I got I to gotta tell you, it's really amazing to me. The, this couple lost uh, custody of their 14-year-old daughter, and they say the reason why is because they opposed her transitioning, her gender transition. You go, Montana? What's up with that? Montana? How's that possible? By the way, if you want to weigh in on the social media stuff, 855-839-1210. Answer the phones, DeSantis. I know they're ringing off the hook. They're not ringing yet because you've conditioned people not to call, but... Uh, maybe I'm partially responsible for that. But anyway, yeah, call in. I'm, I'm here waiting. He's standing by. Operators <laughs> are standing by. When I saw this story in the New York Post, I thought, all right, this, gotta, this is Montana. I mean, you got a Republican governor, Greg Gianforte. He's a solid guy. What's going on here? But he actually defended uh, the parents losing custody of their kid. He told um, whatever the... Um, local paper is out there the children's rights to grow up in a happy healthy home with loving families are not always realized upon hearing recent allegations related to a child welfare case i asked lieutenant governor Kristen joris an experienced attorney constitutional conservative mother and grandmother to review it consulting with the director of dphhs and personally examining case documents lieutenant governor joris has concluded that the child welfare people in the courts have followed state policy and law in their handling of this tragic case. Governor Gianforte continued, noting that a Montana law prohibiting medical gender transitions for minors is the law of the land. He said, our administration will continue to advance policies that strengthen our families and protect Montana kids, like what we have done to promote adoption and to ban permanent invasive life-altering medical procedures on children, like puberty blockers, hormonal treatments, and sex reassignment surgeries. My spotty sense tells me there's more to the story about why these parents lost custody of their kid than than the gender transition stuff. But because of confidentiality and everything else, there's not much the governor can say is my guess, my sense, because I have a hard time believing that guy would let one of his state agencies take a kid away from their parents because the parents oppose their gender transition. So... I think it's one of those things we got to watch for right there. But I'm, 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 it doesn't seem, I don't know, my spot, my, my, my Fugazi sense, my Spidey sense is there's more to the story here, which obviously, given the confidentiality to protect the kid, you really, the state can't say anything publicly in a lot of those cases. So interesting. I'm sure more will come out on that um, in a matter of time. Trump spoke about the border. He talked about how Biden doesn't need any new laws. And Biden doesn't need any new laws. He's got all the laws he has, all the power he needs. He doesn't need any more uh, new new laws. None of it. None of it. So let's take a listen to uh, President Trump. Take a listen. Matt? He's on the phone. He's working on it. Oh, it's not working. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I'm having a computer issue. Oh, we'll say again. something. Remember, we don't just do dead air. I, th- I clicked it and I just let it roll. But I'm we've on been the phone through with, this. I'm on the phone with somebody. I actually can't hear what's happening right now. But hang on. All right, listen now. Let me know if okay. you hear anything. Uh, and we will finish it up. But right now, a lot of the progress that we made, whether it's on the border, because we had the safest border ever, and now we have the worst border ever. And I mean anywhere. There's never been a border like this ever in the world what's happening at our border. And I hope the Republicans don't, and the Democrats, don't make a bad border deal because a bad border deal would be worse than no deal at all. You don't need a deal. 
to tighten up the border and to make it secure. I had this most secure border in history. I didn't have a deal. I didn't have a bill. I said, no people are coming in. No drugs are coming in. We don't want to have uh, human trafficking, which nobody even talks about. That is the number one. You take a look at that border today. Human trafficking is up 114%, they say. 114%. Uh, you wouldn't have that. We were working so hard on human trafficking. You know, it's a horrible thing. You think of it as a, sort of an ancient crime. It's not ancient. Because of the Internet, it's a tremendous money for, for the people that do it, a tremendous moneymaker. None of that. You would have had none of that. And uh, now you look at what's happening. The numbers are astronomical. Mike is in Hamilton. Mike, how are you doing? What's going on? Yo, Rich. I'm, what's up, Mike? How you doing? Great. Hey, I'm coming over tonight. Uh, question one, number one, which I asked the sanctimonious there. Uh, where are you guys going pregame? Where are we going? Pre gaming? I I don't know if there's any pre gaming that'll actually be happening. Maybe a, a parking lot uh, tailgate. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. You despite my, my despite my call. bluster, I, I, I try I to I, I try to avoid drinking before I go on stage. Believe it or not. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know. Well, there's other people who don't. So I would like to meet Kale and buy him a drink. So if you could call me back, have somebody call me back, let me know where you guys are going to be. No, no problem, Mike. We'll <laughs> get right on that. I do have a comment. Okay. I do have a comment, by the way. Uh, you know, as far as earlier you were talking about polls, and I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh religiously, and Rush always said that don't pay attention to the polls because it depends on how they ask the questions, who they poll, and all the po- the purpose of the polls right now are to steer you in a direction and to try to pick our candidate, a.k.a. Nikki Haley, okay? You don't really know what the polls say until right before the election. That is when they're honest because they don't want to ruin their reputations. Well, there are seven polls right now showing Donald Trump having a lead in all of the seven swing states. So what, what, what is the purpose of the pollsters lying with those polls? To, to uh, push the polls in a certain direction or to make you feel more confident that you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go to the polls. You don't have to uh, pre-vote uh, I don't, with I don't know. I, you don't I, have to do any of that. I, the lead's not that big. We're talking three points. I mean, turnout's going to be everything. But uh, look, I hear your point, Mike. And thanks for coming tonight. We'll see you tonight, buddy. Drive safe. I hear your point. And, and Rush was talking about... it's a. It's a whole, I could do a whole segment on polling. I could do a whole show on polling. There are lots of different kind of polls out there. But when you look at the outlier polls, when you look at the polls of the swing states, I always tell you forget national polls. And, and yeah, sure, politicians can, I mean, pollsters can manipulate polls all the time. No question about it. Trump has been consistently leading, beating Joe Biden in all seven of these swing state polls. All, all seven of them. And it's... Um, it's February. There, there, there's no upside to faking it. It doesn't. It, it doesn't do anything to help fake it at this point, other than they want Joe Biden out of the race. But I mean, that's you know. And I, 
I, I tend to believe these polls. I don't believe national polls. I don't believe polls of registered voters. And unlike other hosts, I actually take the time to read the polling data. I look at the cross tabs. I, I do all those things. I do my research on this stuff. So seven, two separate polls showing that Trump has a lead in seven, the, these seven states that will decide the presidential election. All right. Uh, in fact, Matt, I pulled a clip, which I'm going to play a little bit later in the show. And this is going to, I want you to wait for this, but I, I, I saw a clip on Meet the Press daily, I guess. I don't know. They, the show's on like every five minutes. I think they have a Meet the Press channel now. And I'm, anyway, <laughs> I literally, you get your Meet the Press fix at any moment you want it. At any moment, you know? They have Meet the Press daily, and now Chuck Todd has his own like version of the show as well, even though they booted him. Yeah, Chuck Todd dancing on ice, I believe, is the... Uh, <laughs> you're going to hear Meet the Press talk to a group of Pennsylvania women and all of these women in this group support quote-unquote abortion rights and every single one of these women in the group with the exception of one is voting for trump this is meet the press not breitbart not you know daily callers shocking i'm gonna play that for you a little a little bit later that's what we call a tease in the business that is a radio tease dan is in havertown hello dan Hello, Rich. Uh, yeah, I, I have to sue you on on um, on behalf of Mr. Uh, uh, Matt, your uh, your producer there, because uh, you hurt his feelings and you hurt my feelings when you yell at people. So that's all. Now, uh, on a serious note, uh, you were saying about the uh, the bathrooms. Uh, I'm a plumber by trade in Haverford Township. You cannot have um, on new buildings. Uh, any kind of new construction you cannot have a men's room and a women's room. They have to be blank on the outside. Stop. I'm serious. Seriously? Yes. Oh, yep. Man. We I, did. I, we did a building a project years ago, and you could not have a uh, men's room or women's room on the outside. I, I don't even think they can say bathroom or restroom. What do they say? Uh, they're they're blank. There's there's nothing there's nothing on the outside. What if I wind outside. up peeing in the janitor's closet by mistake? I need I need a sign of the door. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I need I know. a it's sign, ridiculous. Dan. Something to tell me where I'm going. Oh, I know. I know. I, I hear you. I I don't know if they changed it, but I uh, he told me my old boss told me no, you cannot have a men's and women's room on the outside. And I asked him where are we going to put the urinal, and he just kind of looked at me like with a funny face. Urinals, if you can find one, buy one, hang on to them. There will be artifacts one day that they'll find thousands of oh, years yeah. from now. I, I, oh, I, I have lots of them. I'm uh, going to start selling them on the black market, and I'll, I'll make you a good deal. I'll make you a good deal on one. I'll Thanks, install buddy. in your house, every bathroom in your house, Rich. Let I me will. know. I will call you. Dan, I will, I will keep that in mind. I appreciate it, buddy. You have a great day, okay. and uh, thanks for listening to the show. Appreciate it. All right. Got to take a quick break. When we come back. Uh, there's, there's a ton of stuff i got to get to regarding immigration, including Pramila J. Powell saying, please stop calling people illegal. Please. It's mean. But I want to tell you about Cooper University Healthcare. They are South Jersey's leading academic health system for a reason. Look, you got to understand, the entire Zioli family, we trust our medical care to Cooper. Baby Reagan was born at Cooper Hospital. I had my diverticulitis surgery at Cooper. And there's a Cooper facility near you. They just did a major renovation of the Morristown Mall. Beautiful facility there. And with over 75 specialties, Cooper University Healthcare is there for your family every step of the way. Here's the other thing, too. The MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper 
is changing the game, saving lives with new cutting-edge research and really absolutely striking a line through cancer. And the Cooper Neurological Institute doing amazing work on stroke and dementia. And there's a Cooper Urgent Care Center near you as well. You're going to see emergency room physicians and nurses at Cooper Urgent Care for all of life's everyday urgent care needs. That's what separates Cooper Urgent Care from all the other urgent care places out there where a lot of times you get doctors and I don't know. But no, these are the top of the line people who work at the level one trauma center in at cooper hospital so you can trust them for all of your family's urgent care needs as well cooper university healthcare get an appointment today by calling 1-800-8-COOPER 1-800-8-COOPER or cooperhealth.org thanks for listening to the seoli show podcast from talk radio 1210 wpht and the odyssey app all right don't go crazy though we're not gonna do the open phone thing all the time Let's not go nuts here. You said screen everything, so now you just got a a board filled with calls, and some of them are not on topic. No, I can clearly see that. (laughs) It's very obvious. Like one call on topic, and that's it. Uh, and let me go to let me go to that that person first since he's actually calling on the topic and not calling to talk about drinking. Uh, Nick is in Springfield. Nick, how you doing? Good. How about yourself? Okay. So. Um, I just wanted to say that I, I, I feel you're wrong on this uh, social media stuff, what's going on now, um, and comparing them to guns. Because, like, the gun manufacturer, they make a, a product, they sell them to a licensed distributor or store, whatever you want to call it, and then they sell them. Where social media, people go on there and start posting stuff onto their sites. They, they, they can stop who's posting bad stuff. Like the girl over, I think it was Jersey, um, they could have stopped that. You know, they they sit there. If I go on searching for sneakers, I get ads for six months. Um, you know, so if they can do that, if they can control what we're talking about, like during election hiding things and all that kind of stuff, they can surely have a program that red flags something. They have a team that looks at it right away, and then if it's good, fine. If it's if it's you know uh, underage kid getting beat up, they pull it right away, and you know, mm-hmm. and report it. So. And if it's not an underage kid getting if it's not an underage kid getting bullied, but it's an adult getting bullied, what about that? Um yeah, I think they should still look at it and say, wait a minute, is this something All right. And define know, but, define bullying. Yeah. What's what's what is what is bullying? Well, I guess, you know, really uh uh what do you call it? Um you know, just just really putting somebody down. They're not putting somebody down. I don't have the right words. I'm not as good as you are. Um, you know, you're, you're really just really making. You're, what, you're what, doing, if I, you're, what if I what if really, I tell what if I tell somebody who's uh, transgender? I don't I don't believe that they're actually a man, or they're actually a woman. That, that's that's an opinion. Yeah, that I think that's different. It, it's where you're really sitting there making. No, 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 so no, much no wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Because uh, because the left the left thinks that that's bullying. I'm right. I'm misgendering right. somebody that's bullying. Do you do you agree? No, I don't think you're bullying. No. no. So what but what if the committee thinks that it is? Uh, right. That's where the now I see what you're saying. That's that's where we have a problem. It, 
you know, if they're controlling everything we uh, say and watch and so on. I, I'm more concerned about, like I say, that story that was out there with that poor young girl. Oh, and look, there's awful, the there there you know, are terrible can, stories, and there are terrible things that people who buy guns from licensed gun dealers do, too. And I don't want to go after the gun dealers right. any more than I, the gun manufacturers. Right. So, I mean, you know, it, that, that's not my point. My point is the individual. But do you think illegal immigrants are illegal? Or are they migrants? What do you think is the right way to, to refer to them? If they came in without the proper, you know, getting their visas and things like that, they're illegal. And then when the bullying committee decides you can't say that because it's bu- that's mean, it's bullying. <laughs> you know? I, I, right. I, I still think we can control some of the stuff. I guess maybe we got to make sure who's... Like, how about, who's if, somebody, be how about if somebody's bullying somebody and, and then... And, 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 they break the law. We just hold that person accountable in the criminal court system versus having a speech police go after me and you and everybody else because they don't like what we're saying, because we've now opened the door to the government deciding what constitutes bullying or not. Yeah. And well, and that's what we just went through with the election where they're saying, oh, this is misinformation. Let's take it down and you know, all that. Right. I, I guess, it's you know, it's and whose information you know, did they take out. down? It wasn't information the left was posting, was it? It was information we were right. posting. No. So. You think Al Gore would have really figured this out before he invented <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Have a great day, buddy. I appreciate Thank you listening. You. you too. All right, you take care. Uh, all right, this is definitely not on topic. Mike's an ambler. Yes, Mike. All right, so wait, I could jump to, on topic real quick if you don't mind. Um I agree. Once once you start uh, censoring, where do you stop and who are the people doing the censoring? It's not an easy thing to be a parent or a grandparent and deal with this issue with kids. But again, once you open up that door, you can't close it. Right. Yeah. Well so, said. Well said. I agree. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. And then the other thing I was really calling about is I would like to get on that list because that you're going to call people to say where you're tailgating tonight because me and a bunch of buddies want to come. We're right in Ambler so we could meet you over there. You know what I mean? So so we, when you call those people, just make sure I'm on the list. <laughs> no problem, Mike. You're in. You're in. And then, wait, one last thing real quick. When are you going to give out the magic word for for the trip that you're offering off on your on your uh, radio show? Yeah, when I forgot. Are you that this, we, we're we're, we're uh, working on production for our contest. Okay. Where you all win right. an all-expenses-paid uh, trip around Camden with my, my buddy Frank's boat with a— hot dog and a pretzel but you got to buy you got to bring your own plates and napkins and alcohol and food too but yeah but i think it's okay. going to be a, a hit all right so you'll right, be giving Mike, out the we'll, word we'll the magic start the word, word of the day sure. contest tomorrow okay all right thank you mike for reminding us desantis we got to work on some production all right henry we need some production here <laughs> see what i can do By i the trust way, you you should yes. go to gym Speaking of uh, contests. J- Jim's in Philly. Jim, your car 12. What's up, buddy? I am self-identifying myself as the 12th caller for the canoe trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to we're going to start that tomorrow. We, we, we totally forgot about it and we got to do production and whatnot. We got to get a word. We got to do the whole thing. Uh, but but you're well, on you're on the list. All right, Jim. Yeah, because the Disney thing is way too woke for me. I, I got to. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I get it. I mean, our 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 cruise is not going to be woke. It's an anti woke cruise, an anti woke boat ride. It's not a cruise. I got to be real clear here. It's a it's an eighteen foot dinghy, and I'm not even sure the thing is seaworthy. But nevertheless, there's nothing woke about it. You know what I mean? 
Uh, awesome. I, I can't right, wait. Jim. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, we got to take welcome. a quick break, but I'm coming right back. Dr. Mike Venaria is our sponsor of the big story of the day today, which uh, is the social media stuff, and I appreciate your thoughts on it. Weigh in and uh, tell me if you think we should have some sort of government um, censorship committee to protect the children. I gave you my thoughts on it. Give me yours. And uh, no person is illegal. Wait till you hear what Pramila J. Powell says about this. Exactly what I mean about when you talk about speech police. She will get up and lecture you about that. And Pennsylvania women don't think abortion is the issue that the corporate media is telling you that it is. And they think they're voting for Donald Trump, despite the fact that they support abortion as an issue, because it's not the issue. The corporate media tells you that it is. We're coming right back. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 